please be advised. Spoiler alert episode. Spoiler. Please be advised. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh. You're listening to a spoiler episode, ladies and gentlemen, a Jurassic World, the Fallen Kingdom spoiler app. Spoiler app um, number 82. 82. Yes. And uh, happy 4th of July uh, week, everybody. Happy 4th of July week. Mm -hmm. uh, it's spoiler app 82, which is a third of the way to 246. And we'll see what happens. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those of you who are new to this, here's how a spoiler app works. Um, we're going to reveal... A lot of the move, the ending, key points. So if you have not seen the movie, stop it, go watch it, or just watch some trailers and then yeah. come back. Yeah, then you can do that. Then you can do that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, you can kind of guess what happens in a Jurassic Park movie, like uh, yeah. Spoiler alert: the, yeah. the, the dinosaurs get out and eat people. That, yeah, that's yeah. what happens mm -hmm. in every movie. And yeah. then there's somebody who does a nefarious thing and for their a, own personal greed. And there's a speech about how they never should have been brought back in the first right. place. There's always that <laughs> quick like uh, you're messing with Mother Nature. Yeah, there's always forces you don't understand. That's that said in every movie, and we never should have done this or yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then you keep making more. You keep there, doing. There need to do an episode. They need to do a movie where one guy's like, "Ah, oh, man, we should have done this more. We didn't do this enough." We need to do one where somebody says, "We didn't do this enough." Yeah, yeah. We need to make more dinosaurs. That was yeah. the problem. And then yeah. they make just the right amount of dinosaurs, and everything's fine. And everything's yeah. fine. Everyone mm -hmm. goes, "Oh, okay, this is cool." Yeah. It's that like every Viet any movie about the Vietnam War. There's always a guy in there that's going, "Well, after America wins this one, we'll just come in here and clean up." And oh, yeah. whoa, that's not what happened. Remember? <laughs> like, and so every Jurassic movie. Has yeah. all these things. Let's introduce our guest, Jim Bruce. He's been on the show before. before. I have been on before. And yeah. uh, it's been a, been maybe a year or two since you've been on the show. Yeah, maybe. that's about how much people could tolerate me. Yeah. <laughs> it takes about 12 months for you to go, I don't know. How was it when he was on? I think it was all right. Could we have him on again? Sure, I guess. Um, so Jim and I, a little backstory, met in college. That is true. I think we met at an open mic at Laughs Comedy Club. Started a comedy troupe. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. We we met at Laughs Comedy when both of us were doing our original act, <laughs> and uh, and we've ridiculed each other for years for our original act, just because that's just it's the best thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> when you when you talk about it's the great it's the greatest like slamming of each other original comedy is some of the worst and most wonderful things it you is. can see the thing you thought was funny when you were 19 or 20 or whatever oh, well yeah. so when i first started you know, why aren't people laughing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. This crowd sucks. yeah, yeah. No, no it doesn't when, no. when i first no, your joke is unlistenable yeah. <laughs> when i first did comedy i had multiple jokes about all the great sex i'd had and uh i hadn't had any <laughs> so <laughs> I had multiple jokes about ladies and what I hypothetically thought that was like and what I thought was funny about it. And that's a good way to write jokes, sure. you know, lies, yeah. write what you know from the yeah, exactly <laughs> lying about sex. Like write what you know. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. Just in half premises. Yeah. I was like, I had so many jokes that just, there was not even 
a suitable premise to build the foundation of a joke on. <laughs> right. You know, there's stuff where you look back. I mean, there's even I, there's even some some premises that I wrote years ago that I'm like, oh, now I. Now I actually know how to write, make that joke funny. Sure, mm-hmm. but then there's some shit in your act back then where you're just like, "What did? What did, were you? Why, where did you think this was funny?" Well, and I oh, that's right, I had to fill 20 minutes. I grew up in Arizona. There seven, like yeah, seven yeah. minutes was a long time back then. <laughs> so I grew up in Arizona in the 80s. So there's jokes that I look at and I go, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's just racist." Yeah, <laughs> because I was, you know, a white kid in Arizona in the 80s, and I was progressive for a white kid in Arizona in the 80s. If you were a comedian in the 80s, guaranteed you were going to say fag. Right. Guaranteed. If you didn't, well, then you didn't have 20 minutes. That's for sure. (laughs) You were going to say that, and you were going to say stuff, eh, just a lot of stuff that if I, I'm not going to say now. Right. Yeah. And then we we were in University of Arizona, and then we went to Chicago, and we formed Fancy Ketchup. Mm -hmm. With a Paul Goebel? And uh, Tim, and, you had a, and Tim Bennett, and Tim Bennett, yeah, yeah. And uh, hey, and if you want to become open minded, you haven't had another member you never talk about. Oh, that was just the four of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's other, there's always other fifth members yeah. that sort of floated in and out that we just uh, never acknowledge. Yeah, Maria Carell was in our group. Maria Carell was very awesome. funny. She's very cool every lady. comedy troupe always have a, has a fifth member they never talk they about. Talk about yeah. I don't, it's always just like mm, we don't yeah. mention that person. <laughs> so we always had a fifth member who knew to quit. Right. That's what we always said. There was always that's what kept like, the four of us together is we yeah. didn't have enough, we didn't have knowledge enough that we should quit. <laughs> so yeah. speaking of not quitting, let's talk about our Patreon sponsors. Oh, let's do that. Yeah. Great segue, um, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can get a red carpet look for a blue collar price. Paparazzi jewelry is just five bucks a piece. Paparazziaccessories.com slash eight nine zero seven eight. The number at the end is important. Support Nadra Connor. And Johnny Rulon promoting his novel, Green Cheek, A Junkie's Guide to Street Magic. It's on Amazon in both digital form and hard copy. It's an experimental stream of consciousness novel which follows the exploits of the muse Calliope and her mortal lover T.S. on a journey through time, dreams, and the hidden places of a supernatural America. The website is happyhorrorshowproductions.com, happyhorrorshowproductions.com. And, of course, our um, one of our longest-running Patreon sponsors and charity, the Audacity Performing Arts Project, produces after-school performing arts projects and poor underfunded in the lowest performing schools. Performing arts education is not a luxury. Please visit them at cfn.audacityperformingarts.org. Audacity, cfn.audacityperformingarts.org. All right, let's get into some dinosaur talk. All right. Let's talk about the stupid ending first. Mother now, of God. when you saw that trailer, as I did, with, oh, my God, there's a giant water dinosaur about to eat a surfer, that's going to be an amazing sequence. No, that was the entire clip that was, that was at the end of the movie. And they just movie. put it at the end. <clears throat> it mm-hmm. made me so mad, because the mm-hmm. trailer, and we just watched it before. Yes. Before we started recording. Mm-hmm. You think the whole movie is, they've all gotten out. Right. And yeah. that's the movie. Like, what if it was? What if we see the Jason Statham movie, The Meg, and the shark is only in it at the end? I'd be furious. Yeah, chasing one movie, surfer. I said, I go, I go. I literally almost stood up and went, "The Meg's gonna be fucking better than this." Yeah. <laughs> I was excited yeah. for this movie. I liked yeah. the last one, and that mm-hmm. ending made me so fucking mad. Yeah. I thought the whole there's a trailer. They go no park, no this, no that, right, nowhere right. to hide. Oh, yeah. so the whole movie is them just fucking eating well, they, surfers and. There's a longer 
clip and it, it also says no dinosaurs and like at the end it's like okay so now all the dinosaurs are out just off the 101 in northern california yeah. and then uh okay that wait that's how we're ending this movie and like oh no that's right the water one got out and then oh no there's a couple of pterodactyls and like like what are what was the end of this movie trying to say what was it trying to say like what is it okay well now there weren't that many dinosaurs that were trapped in the that they saved off the island and uh um, you know, we're auctioning off at the end. So, is it enough to invade the entire planet? <laughs> is it, there weren't that many. This is uh, just. This is like one of they you haven't made this mistake in a long time. This was a movie setting up the sequel that they're hoping you want to see, which is, hey, remember the movie you were hoping you were going to see? Now we're going to make it. Now we're actually going to make it. Also, it's just Planet of the Apes, by the way. Right. That's all they mm-hmm. did was they made Planet of the Apes, except it's dinosaurs. Yeah. And yeah. that's how they ended it with some. I mean, but the, but like. And Jeff Goldblum got a nice payday. What it was the probably maybe two days of shooting. Yeah. At the most that he it was, was there. A, it was like maybe probably yeah. or maybe a day. It felt like a half day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know it was great to see him and it was kind of a nice cameo. But at the same time, it's like you can waste Jeff Goldblum like well, yeah, that. Yeah. And and would you you also wasted what he said. Yeah. So in the movie he says. And you think it starts out, the movie opens with him in front of this, you know, Senate hearing or whatever. And you think he's going to say, we, we got to protect them. We gotta, and he goes, no, they need to die. Right. It's not good. This is dangerous. Evolution already proved that they shouldn't be here. They shouldn't be right. here. Mm-hmm. They've lost. What are we doing? This is bad right. for society. Mm-hmm. And then the end of the first act should be the ending of what this fucking movie was. Right. Instead, mm-hmm. we spend a whole two and a half, act and a half or whatever in the goddamn auction house. Right. When he's like, oh, how many more uh, actual, okay, I get it. They're auctioning off the dinosaurs. Oh, we're going to see another one auctioned off? Really? Oh, another one? Oh, really? Okay, great. no, I get it. The, the, the cage comes out from oh. a lever. Like, oh, another one. Okay, oh, wow. fantastic. Uh, well, I wonder what's going to happen when one of them gets out, then all the guests are going to run. And, uh, but then you also have this weird, like, it almost felt like, well, now we're making a haunted house movie with, uh, you know, with scares in it. I'm like, well, yeah, but that's not what Jurassic Park or Jurassic World is. The whole point is that it's big, it's epic, it's dinosaurs. And it's like, you know, we're not, you know, we're not confined for half the movie in a mansion. In a fucking house. Yeah. You started the movie awesome. Yeah. They go to the they go to the island, <clears throat> a volcano starting, and it is fucking mayhem. Right. When they're running from those fucking volcano and dinosaurs, right. it is I was like, oh, this is yeah. awesome. Like yeah. right. and, and you're setting it up, they're all gonna get off. It's gonna whatever, the gate's broken, they're right. fucking gonna and when they're landing in the fucking water, yeah, yeah. It was fucking that was cool. great. Yeah, it was really cool. So there's like there's literally volcano bombs dropping. Right. Like artillery fire and massive dinosaurs just fucking wah, running yeah, for their yeah. fucking lives. I was like, oh, this is good. The, the whole movie's going to be like this? Them just fucking going through, eating people, running loose. The military's trying to up. track them down. So yeah. what do you think they were trying to do? Because this is a decision. It's a weird decision to make, right? right. It's a weird decision to make because it's not, you don't have to be a genius to realize that that first sequence is where you go from. So what's the decision? Were they trying, did they think they were being artsy? Was it like the prequels of Star Wars where you're like, the director thought, oh, you know what people like in these kind of movies is the background of the paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> you know, trade tariffs. Right? Because yeah. that's kind of how it feels. It feels like or, they, they were... Mis- it also felt like, well, we only have enough money for half of the movie. Re- uh, yeah. 
Well, and that makes no sense at all because yeah. the movies are cranking in cash, right? Like it's like why you know why yeah why would you like yeah it only had a hundred and seventy million dollar budget oh right well, that, okay <laughs> yeah so it's an indie film so yeah right. so we should definitely keep it contained in a house. By the way, uh, so. since the first movie, I'll tell you my problem with the films in general. Since the first movie, I've learned the science of if they brought back dinosaurs and it ruins it for me every time. Because <laughs> you, there's not enough oxygen to have that big of a creature on our planet. Did you know that? No. So when the dinosaurs became extinct, prior to it, I should say, the uh, atmosphere of the Earth was a lot more um, rich with oxygen, way more like it would kill us. It'd be too much oxygen. But for them, their blood was super oxygenated, so they could be that big uh. because it the Earth could sustain it. And like bugs, for example. You know bugs, they kind of breathe different they don't have lungs proper lungs but they could be there could be huge bugs because the air that was going through them was really oxygenated if they brought back dinosaurs realistically it would be a movie about pony-sized dinosaurs that's what i mean <laughs> which i want to see that movie where everybody's like uh, you she shouldn't would, have done this but also they're adorable so you just get the mini ones that would be it <laughs> my <laughs> my pretty dinosaur pony yeah <laughs> So, and also, like, it was weird, like, you know, you've got Ted Levine is like, you know, the, the corrupt head of the paramilitary mercenaries that's collecting all the dinosaurs. Right. And, uh, you know, he needs uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, or Dallas Bryce Howard, I can never remember which name. Bryce Dallas first. Howard. Yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard, and uh, Chris BDH. Pratt's characters to... Uh, um, hashtag BDH. Hashtag BDH. <laughs> uh, to, to get blue, which is the... Um, which is the one dinosaur that they need alive for some weird explanation about nurturing the new Indominus dinosaur that they made that's actually a raptor, Indo the Indoraptor. So it was this weird backstory on why he needed it alive. I'm like, really? you kind of could have come up with a better idea than that. But then, like, uh, you know, okay, they found him. And then they shoot Chris Pratt with the tranquilizing dart. I'm like, well, were they, were they supposed to kill them? Too? Like, it made, like, no sense. That like, made why, no sense to me. You know, uh, they got the dinosaur. W would you just... Is that part of your orders to just leave Chris Pratt and uh, 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 DBH there? <laughs> I know. Well, it's it's an... Uh, on the surface, it's an interesting plot device. So, so Rafe Spall, Spall plays um, the head guys, like... The, the bit main rich guy is played by Cromwell, James Cromwell, mm -hmm. his, his like number one guy that's, and, and so. His CEO, his basically. His CEO, right. He's running the foundation. <laughs> right. And it's a, it was a really cool introduction. Bryce Dallas Howard goes to the mansion. He's like, right. we, we want to save these dinosaurs. Right. And we have this sanctuary island yep. where they can't get off of. And she's all like. I thought that was interesting. Great, was that then, cool? And ended up being fake and like, no, we're just going to sell them yeah, and make the money to make rich more. Guy. Yeah, okay, fine. Make more dinosaurs. But then. Like all that crazy shit, like you say with Ted Levine on the fucking on the island shooting Chris Pratt, like, and then like yelling about his bonus. I'm like, no, we get it. He wants his bonus. He's I greedy. don't. Yeah, I got I, it. I, I got, yeah, okay. But like, they could have just they could have set all that shit up, and okay, these guys are not they're not environmentalists that want to save these dinosaurs for the sanctuary. Great, fine, mm -hmm. fine. Um, I, I I I asked this question in the regular episode, and I'll ask it again with Jim here. <clears throat> Because they introduced this whole ethical question of should, right. they, should should we keep them alive? Should we are they an endangered species or should they be dead? Mm -hmm. That could have been cool, not necessary, but could have been cool to been that been the motivating thread for the bad guys. Right. 
Like maybe they had some sort of not and not, look just greedy bad guys. That's a fine bad guy, but mm-hmm. a better bad guy for sure right. is misguided environmentalist. Yes, it's so much better. It's just like it's like 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 you could just say like somebody that's running one of these big uh, defense contract companies that's fucking all they want is war, war, war. Maybe in their heart of hearts they believe they're fighting terrorism and they're preserving right. the American way. And even all, though it's fucking off and misguided, wouldn't that be interesting? And it's a better villain in general. Yes. Don't you always like the villain better when you can understand why His they're doing what they're doing yeah. they, rather than just their this paint by numbers, this cartoon character twirling their mustache. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, take over. And also, the world. just where you as it's hard, you could you could suspend your belief for dinosaurs better than going. Yeah, this is was a good idea for you to make money because there's just better ways to make right. money in general than cloning dinosaurs. <laughs> well, then using them the way that you would say. Using them than like one of the Trump kids going to shoot an elephant. You're doing it like that. You're right. one of those guys, but that doesn't make sense. And they're well, like, we're, we're weaponizing them. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, you know, we, okay, well, no, we got that from the first movie. Right. You're going to like, oh, but no, this one's better. This one's a uh, weaponier dinosaur. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, premise from the first yeah, one. Yeah, but, we got it. But, but, and it hinted on a couple of things that went nowhere as well. Like, uh, are there other corporate applications for the dinosaurs like are there different ways other than weaponizing if we clone these creatures other than a park or other than um military applications is it is there something with farming livestock food is there are there other um, you know nefarious uses for these animals and it's like it's hinted at but we never get there which also could have been another interesting application of like well look look how you know if we have a brontosaurus that could feed like an entire country you know something like that yeah we could yeah exactly we'll Mm -hmm. put a brontosaurus in a poor third world country and one yeah exactly it could Mm -hmm. feed a country for a year so we're gonna we're gonna have sustainable farming yeah. Or whatever, oh, you know, it's oh, yeah. herbivore dinosaurs, right? It's sustainable <laughs> agriculture yeah. with, with with these dinosaurs, and wouldn't that wouldn't the, all of those d- dilemmas or discussions right. be interesting? Meanwhile, well, it's just like it, a cow. What's the difference? Yeah, what's the difference? Someone yeah. could make that. Someone could make that. Wouldn't mm-hmm. that wouldn't wouldn't that be a great dilemma? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're going around. They're fucking eating everybody. No, they're just running around this haunted mansion. Right. Hmm. And then and then yeah. and then they introduce let, let's introduce so so the granddaughter concept. Yes. Again, how interesting. Right. So it turns out James Cromwell cloned his, his daughter. His daughter. Because she must have died when she was young or something yes, like that. Yes, car, car crash. Car, car crash. crash. Mm-hmm. So then there's the application of that. Right. Like what and then and then that they just sort of threw in there. Right. It's like, oh, so we're we don't we're not just cloning dinosaurs, we can clone people now. Like that's oh we're we're throwing that in the movie just as a side note and yeah. effectively yeah. like yeah. Eff- effectively cloning people which right completely effectively yeah. Right. yeah she's nine ten years old right yeah and and so she's already been around for a while and and they almost felt like they were they were they introduced that stupid thing about the the super raptor the one that they yeah Indoraptor yeah whatever mm-hmm. yeah raptor yeah raptor two point raptor two point <laughs> so they say super raptor. Uh, when Super Raptor's born, it's going to need to cling to a mom or whatever. Right, right. That's why we need blue. Like, That's why we need really? blue. Really? But what about it. all this genetic engineering that you're doing? It doesn't make any yeah. sense. Now, when Super Raptor comes through the 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 drapes of the of the cloned girl's uh, bedroom, mm-hmm. great shot, creepy as fuck. Yeah, scare. You see a little bit in the trailer. That's and that's great Jurassic 
Yeah. That's the thrill ride of Jurassic. When yes. the, when the dra- dinosaur, there's the big, loud, scary ones, but then when they're slowly creeping in and you're just right. like, oh, fuck. If but, we wake this thing up. Like from the original uh, movie, if you remember, like the raptors chasing the kids through that kitchen. Yes. Right. Like really creepy. Really creepy mm-hmm. when they're just doing, and they come around the corners like that and it's then like. they're opening the doors. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they have this awesome claw come yeah. forward to her. And I was mm-hmm. like, and the dinosaur doesn't just automatically eat the kid. And I'm like, oh, because they're both clones to is the raptor like oh you're my mom like i i was like it didn't make are they introducing that halfly poorly and then the kid starts running like none of that i was like that could be you never know like can a clone uh uh you know recognize another clone but then the dinosaurs have no problems eating each other so i don't know if that's that was intended or not yeah and then they introduce shit like well these raptors can smell you from a mile away mm-hmm. but not when you're hiding behind a desk or uh under a cover under yeah. the covers when you're the under bed. the covers it can't smell through that <laughs> you know so and then i'm like well wait wasn't blue supposed to help um imprint and uh you know be like the mother for uh, the indominus or the indoraptor and oh no now they're now they're fighting and uh so it it was it was a weird and weird. You go waste thing. all that fucking two plus hours to get to the fact where all the dinosaurs are still contained at the mansion at the end of the movie, right? right. The things go nuts during the dumb fucking rich kid auction, the rich mm-hmm. person auction, and then there's this big red button. There's, yeah, there's one button there's, that'll let them all the out. There's the escape button. <laughs> yeah. that's on the, 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 the dinosaur escape. The button. dinosaur escape button. Yeah, basically it's for the bat cave. For the bat cave, it's <laughs> yeah. the bat cave. <laughs> escape button yeah. Bryce Ellsauer is about to press it the only resistance from Chris Pratt is just think about the consequences yeah just think about it come on maybe you're you not should. telling you're not asking your daughter which college is she going to right. fuck stick like <laughs> he, it should have been this like whoa 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 like don't don't and yeah. then she goes okay fine and then they turn their backs and the kid presses it and the clone it. kid yeah. presses it and they all just go well I guess now oh, well. this is the world we're living in yeah I guess so but, but it also it like there was never enough dinosaurs to, like I said, take over and populate I the know. entire world. When they all got out, like, uh, when they all got out, I went, well, right. the military can wrap this up in about two yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. There's probably 20 to 30 running around. I think they'll be able to find them in a couple of days. I think, I think the yeah. United States military has the firepower to fucking blow these assholes off the planet. Yeah, and they also, it's, you know, they were also tagged and had uh, tracking systems <laughs> this fucking movie up yeah, in an yeah, hour. Yeah. They, all, they were all tracked and tagged anyway. What so. you should have done, the end of act one, the bad guy's plan to take the things goes haywire. All the dinosaurs get loose. Um, then there's like, you know, there was some dinosaur breeding ground. Remember in the second Alien movie? So the first Alien movie, there was just the one alien that tormented the whole crew. Right. And then they go, and somebody went, well, let's go to a planet and have fucking a thousand of them. Right. Mm-hmm. So with do, a nest. With a nest. Mm-hmm. So do that. Make the bad guy, I've been breeding these fucking things. I got a thousand of them. Right. right. <laughs> and, they, and my own island. And my own <laughs> island. And they go nuts. And they yeah. go to some, you know, they go to, to a military base and just fucking, ah, and they fucking, you know, all of a sudden you, 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 you get the, the military, whatever, um, like completely incapacitated and then it's like how the fuck do we because how do we stop this that would actually make sense because there's also these kind of b stories in these movies about corporate espionage sure. and stealing the technology and like you know Newman in the first movie you know putting it in <laughs> the uh, yeah. uh, 
you know, in the aerosol can. Like uh, I'll tell you though that it always bothers me. I just think sometimes even the bad guys plan. Sometimes I think, eh, wouldn't the more interesting story be if you're going to do this? Wouldn't the more interesting story be if it works? I just I understand the you mean drama. like Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, that's at the end. I think Infinity if the War. thing, if the fucking plan works, because all you ever say about these movies was, well, of course, of course the plan doesn't work. Right. Of course it all goes haywire. Well, why, of course? I, the first movie, okay, this old idiot with his flea circus, of course that didn't work. Yeah, because he's, he was he, too charming to make anything work. And 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 he was um there's the great line which kind of sums up the fallacies of that nice charming old man which is well it took pirates of the pens Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, it took Disney years to get it. Yeah. And, and Jeff Goldman goes, yeah, but Pirates of the Caribbean didn't kill you. Right. You know, like you didn't you know, When they break down, through. they don't eat the tourists. Yeah, they yeah. don't, exactly. They don't eat the tourists. <laughs> right. And it's like, hey, old man, you fucking, did you really think this through? No, you didn't. You're yeah. rich and nobody tells you no. And you have this great little, you know, doll. no expense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You wanted to build your little train station and you didn't realize how f- you're fucking with shit that you right. shouldn't be fucking with. It's a great quandary. And the, there's a yeah. great line in the second movie where, uh, you know, they, they said, we have a site B that's where they bred the, the dinosaurs and that was the island. And, uh, and you know, Hammond goes to... Uh, uh, Ian Malcolm, like, no, we won't make the same. We won't make the same mistakes as the first time. And he goes, no, you're making all new ones. Yeah. So, and it's like, like it doesn't matter what you do. Is you can't, you know, the whole point is life can't be contained. Life finds a way, and that's the was the whole takeaway of chaos theory and Ian Malcolm and all his his speeches of that. No matter what you do, it's going to go wrong. Yeah. And I mean, I love bringing back a B.D. Wong's character of Dr. Wu. Yeah, he's probably been in the most Jurassic Park yeah. movies out of all of them. He's since the beginning. I mean, he's been in a lot of them. Um, and so that was intriguing. You know, this sort of, it's, it's you know, it's, I mean, maybe is it, a, it's kind of an Easter egg, but it's just sort of like awesome. But then they, the whole second act and half of the third act two-thirds of the fucking third act was all fucking in that stupid house yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it was like you know there was also some really interesting things that could have happened it reminded me a little bit of uh um resident evil if you remember it's like there was the mansion and then underneath was this giant lab that they were doing all these experiments on like that premise is like a little interesting, but then you didn't see that much of the lab underneath. You saw a couple cages. Another and, thing they yeah, introduced yeah, is a yeah, secret basement yeah, that the yeah. girl finds. That has apparently all these experiments were going on, and all it has is in, in it a couple cages and a red button. Yeah. That's all that's, all that's in there. And some blue vials of, <laughs> yeah. of uh, dinosaur DNA. Right. right. <laughs> like, that's the thing they missed. That should have been, that's where there should have been this fucking... T- warehouse the zoo of things that get out you know and maybe more cloned like soldiers like really go fucking over with it and they just they entered it was they just kept introducing a like if they introduced either they introduced something like what about stu- the failed clone dinosaur experiments what would they have looked like what's well, the failed oh, yeah. daughter <laughs> yeah. where's the failed daughter yeah like like how oh, creepy that would that have been amazing yeah. yeah see just kind of a not quite working failed just weird forehead Mutant girl clone daughter yeah. and and maybe don't even make her evil just make her suffering yeah that's more interesting because there's the ethical dilemma the dilemma isn't 
I mean, the dilemma is we're going to get eaten, but also, hey, the other part of the dilemma is all the suffering you create to get to your magic goal, to get to your final end piece. Uh, that's a great point. Yeah, what if yeah. we had mutant clone girl in the basement with the other... With the mutant clone dinosaurs. Yeah, the that dinosaurs that didn't like. work. Yeah, yeah. And show the dinosaurs that didn't work but didn't die, that are just suffering. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because really, show that side of the hor- horrific nature of somebody messing around with of science. DNA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And show them like whatever, like I mean, I'm fine with you know I'll excuse so many cliches in these movies. Yeah, I'm fine. You with have it. to two dimensional <laughs> characters at best. Right. All right, then have the <clears throat> DNA. Oh, they're gonna we can't let it get in the water supply. Mm-hmm. Fine, we don't whatever. Like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? like it's gonna you're gonna it's gonna we're gonna oh. feed this mm-hmm. chicken farm, and now the chickens mm-hmm. are gonna turn into massive fucking dinosaurs <laughs> or some shit. Whatever oh, yeah. the fuck, just get me get me. Mm-hmm. Armies of dinosaurs running down the streets of Manhattan, murdering people. Right. Yeah. No, no, I don't give a fuck. It just so let me ask you this. So, Jim, you've seen some of the other ones. Yeah. What do you, by comparison, or like, what are the what are the ones that stood out to you that you really liked and thought? I wish they would do more with this. Or the okay. So the first one, of course, is great. Sure. The prior one, where we're actually at a park that's functioning. Yes. I liked the functioning park, mm-hmm. and to be honest, and not a joke, what I was hoping that movie would be would be a boring functioning park. <laughs> because I honestly think that you could make a really funny mm-hmm. movie that wouldn't be like slapsticky, but that would make sense where they have finally gotten it under control and it's just kind of the same as when you go to Disneyland where you're like, well, this is fun, but I've been here before. And I liked that part. I find that I found that part kind of interesting because dinosaurs are never going to have military applications. That's never going to be the thing where they were like, well, we have missiles. Oh, how great would it be, though, if we just had... Uh, a flying thing. Yeah. No. Or, you already... or a dinosaur with a laser on it. Yeah, head. like <laughs> that we have drones. Yeah. We can yeah. fucking rocket someone from a thousand miles away. Like Yeah, we don't need it riding on the back of something. We have someone <laughs> sitting like in Orlando or Las Vegas <clears throat> in a video game console basically yeah. flying a drone 10,000 miles away. I don't think we need to make a dinosaur. They already had fighting <laughs> dinosaurs, and that's in She-Ra. Right. That's where you get fighting dinosaurs. You don't need them in this thing. So that doesn't make sense. What I would like to see for sure, in, if they do another one, which they will, I'd like to see military people who are competent and who act like military people because these are still uh, Twilight Zone military people. Right. Because if you remember the original Twilight Zone, every military person would uh, go off half-cocked in a second. Yeah. Apparently had no training on behavior. None. None. <laughs> no, well, nobody. Well, every single mercenary uh, could be beat up by Chris Pratt at the same time. Right. So in this that movie, like he just, literally took out the entire mercenary army on his own. Like, to be honest, <clears throat> those are the things that are the least believable. The dinosaur, we're on board. That's what the movie's about, right? You, if you're complaining about the dinosaur, you weren't supposed to go to that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other things where people don't act like people, it. It's forgive like you like you said you can forgive cliches but only up to a point. Right, yeah, these right. are hardened mercenaries that uh, you know at some point 
you know, they three... can kick the ass of a zookeeper. Yeah, yeah, especially <laughs> in a group of five. And you yeah. know what? Honestly, <laughs> five mercenaries and one zookeeper that yeah, kind of yeah. works out. I yeah, think you can yeah. kick his ass. And a good solution well, he... for these fucking movies is don't set up the next movie anymore. You can make the next movie. You don't need to set it up anymore. Right. You don't need to give us a oh, what could happen next. Because that feels like a cheat anyway. Well, again, we talk about this a lot. The Marvel Universe is so skilled. Yeah. And one of the things they said, I remember they talked to, they were talking to John Favreau about one of the Iron Man movies. The last, I think he did, what, he did Iron Man 3, I believe. No, no he did he one did and two. two. He did one what? and two. One and two. Shane Black did three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they were doing, and he said, and they're like, well, what about, the guy that's directing this next one and that one and the Avengers, because that's their problem. Right. I'm here to tell this one story. Right, and make this one movie. This one three-act structure, and then at the end, when my movie's done, credits roll, we solved it, it's done. Somebody else can figure out what to do script-wise. It's not my job to just have to be continued at the end of this. Yeah, tell mm-hmm. a good story. That's it. Now, he, they have the benefit of living in a large universe. Those characters happen to live in a large right. universe that was cultivated, you know, through, For decades. This, you know, through the Silver Age. And, of course. There's but, a fair amount of source material. Yeah. At- but beyond that, they also didn't feel like they had to con you into the next movie. Right. No, right, right, just, yeah. Here's the deal. We'll make this movie you could good. Watch, you could watch Black Panther and never watch another Marvel movie and, and not wonder what happens. And you and that's not even a terrible idea. That's my favorite one. It's a great mm-hmm. movie. It's a great movie. That and, and Doctor Strange. And they stand, yeah. both those movies, they stand alone. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. You stand could see alone. the first one. I'm like, yeah. oh, well, I don't need to see Iron Man to see Guardians of no. the Galaxy. And the, the thing that made me so <laughs> mad is you show me this trailer and the best scene in the trailer for me is the the the... The dinosaur eating the surfer on a 40-foot wave. Right, yeah. yeah. That's the yeah. greatest scene. They're like, oh, I can't now, wait to, to see fair, the rest of the scene. Isn't that because you surf and you're always hoping to get eaten by a yeah, giant? That's <laughs> I want a dinosaur that got released into the wild. It's what I've always said. It's what I've always said. <laughs> Ever since I was a kid. <laughs> that's how I want to go. That's why Grandma always surfs at, surfs at uh, Isla Nublar or whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, Isla Nublar. So I was, it's, off, it's off the coast of Costa Rica. I yeah. was just there surfing, which is fantastic. But like... So the only thing you showed me in the movie is that five-second clip from the goddamn trailer? Right, yeah. and that's it. That's, that's it? That's it? I, honestly, it felt longer in the trailer than, yes. it, did, than it did in the actual movie. I think I feel like they, cl- they cut so, a couple So seconds. let me ask you this, because that's clearly mm-hmm. supposed to be the next movie, them rampaging through humanity a la Planet of the Apes, which, again, that annoys me anyway. Are you even, t- at this moment, are you so irritated you don't even want to fucking see that, I don't, right? I don't, because, yeah, because I, that, I don't give you, a shit how great their next trailer's going to be. You fucked me on this one. But where, like... Now, what if the next trailer's all talking and you're like, ooh, that must mean there's a lot of action. <laughs> 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 but, like, where where do we go for the next movie? Because clearly they're they're thinking about it. Like, uh, like, you know, quote, we're setting it up like, all right, the dinosaurs are out into the world. What do we, what do, we do next? Like, what, what would it look like? Like, uh, you know, is it is it going to be a band of soldiers ra- rounding them up? Is it going to be, are we going to try to live in harmony with them? Like, <laughs> how, how far are they going? Like, where where do you go as a premise with these movies now that you're off the park and off yeah. the island and out of the mansion? Yeah, you, you, mm-hmm. you either introduced and bailed on or just entirely skipped all the good premises from the last movie. Right. I, don't, I, I really don't want to see the next one. I don't mm-hmm. care about it. I was so fired up for this one because the, the previous one was so cool. Right. The previous like, one was great. Maybe, yeah. maybe the next movie. 
Uh, that'd be hilarious if they did this. I'm like, well, we're going to try the park again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I screamed out and jumped mm-hmm. out of my seat a couple times. There mm-hmm. was some fun parts to it, but it was mm-hmm. so boring. And then that ending made me so mad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it wasn't an ending. It was no. the it was the ending of a first act. It was. It was. Mm-hmm. It was the ending of a first act. Mm-hmm. And then it was stupid. So I I don't know. Like I, I'm thinking about it in my head, and I'm like, well, like like I said, first of all, the logic of it doesn't even make sense because not enough dinosaurs would have gotten out to to invade. And even if the ones that got out, would they have been able to breed to take over? You know, and invade. Well, country? the D, the DNA also got out. Like got stolen. The DNA of the remain of all the of all the species, right? So the DNA got out. So like, is there going to be another company that's just going to start cloning them, or are they just well, going to start showing up? Well, the only thing that makes it interesting yeah. for me are the dinosaurs going to create a lab and clone themselves, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Skynet. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that, that that's be- your next movie. Your next movie, you've got all dinosaurs, and they're debating whether or not to make people. Yeah. <laughs> I, the only thing that would be interesting to me is if it's some sort of like Walking Dead post-apocalyptic. They've taken, they've totally run rough shot. The DNA got out. Mm-hmm. Society collapsed, and now you got to survive in dinosaur world. Ian, yeah. Ian Malcolm was right. Now it's uh, and you maybe know. so don't so do that. Have the dinosaurs being crazy, but so dinosaurs tiny brains. All they're doing is also consuming resources. So you have the additional problem. Maybe the dinosaurs have consumed so much of the resources that wherever the most dinosaurs are is also one of the last places with a decent amount of food and resources that human beings need to survive. Because since dinosaurs are never going to become clever, that wasn't what they that's that wasn't their adaptation. That's why they weren't meant to be brought back, right? Because our adaptation was the big frontal lobe, their adaptation was the big teeth. So, so maybe so you wonder too, would they would they evolve? Would they evolve to become no, smarter? That, and, well, in the movie, hopefully not, because that's not how evolution works. Mm-hmm. So evolution works where you don't evolve, like you don't make a choice. You didn't decide to become a smart primate. Uh, avenue of evolution opened up, and you just kind of haphazardly fell into it. The dinosaurs are what they are. And there's no real evolution path for them other than extinction or eating everything and then extinction. Because they go extinct no matter what, but now they take us with them. Well, the thing that's interesting, too, and you brought this up earlier, is if if the next movie went in a Planet of the Apes type of way, where now the dinosaurs are taking over, or maybe there's more sentient dinosaurs because they've been fucking with their DNA and fucking okay, with yeah, the evolution. Okay, yeah, I could buy that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Sure. Like, like since since whatever super raptor is is smarter, right. maybe there's one now that can sort of talk in human form or something. That well, that needs is them. that is like Planet of the Apes. It's right. Like you know, we messed with the apes with their DNA well, see, and then but, they became smarter. So that would be mm-hmm. cool. But just imagine that the idea is that they're taking over the way they ruled before with brute force. Right. And the problem is they're making everything extinct. So make it a little different than Planet of the Apes because the risk with dinosaurs is that they would make everything extinct. Right. Because they don't fit into the ecosystem anymore. The ecosystem they lived in with that was heavier in oxygen, that was heavier in plant life, was an ecosystem that could support dinosaurs. Now if they're here, they're eating everything and ultimately they'll they're killing everything right everything around the planet is dying because there aren't resources to support fucking anything would be an ecological disaster right Mm -hmm. that's that's your fucking movie Mm -hmm. and then maybe the last bastion of hope for a small band of hardy idiots 
also happens to be riddled with dinosaurs and you're like, so you mean we have to go to the place with the most dinosaurs? Yeah, because that's where the food is. And that's our problem in the movie for the human beings that are left. Warren, how do we put Godzilla in this movie? And for sure, God, for some goddamn reason, Goldblum survived. So we can just see yeah. that shirtless. <laughs> yeah. He's the leader. But, he, but he's never allowed to have a shirt uh, buttoned. He can't yeah. have a buttoned shirt ever. <laughs> just a greasy... <laughs> well, I don't know. Anything else? No, I can think I, we've I, uh, we've covered it pretty. Uh, yeah, can I go back to the red button real quick? Yes. This bothered me as I was watching it. So you've got the red button that opens the door to the outside of the mansion, and you've got toxic gas going into the the pen where all the animals are. Right. But they open their cages first, and then open the door to the outside. Why not just hit that fucking red button first and let the goddamn gas out? Oh, yeah. Why didn't everything blow up? Why didn't it kill all the dinosaurs? Yeah, it was just, it was toxic, not flammable. But still, open the door to the outside, let the gas go out, and your dinosaurs live in their cages underneath the house. Oh, yeah. It was just. Yeah, you could do that too. That would have been a simpler solution. Yeah. But we never should have. I mean, yeah, we never should have been in the house. Why were we in that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jurassic House. So it's like that stupid haunted mansion, haunted house movie or whatever. I don't know the house, the home, the thing that came out in the nineties with House. Yeah, Catherine oh, Zeta Jones. I liked that movie. The one with William Cat was in that house too. Yeah, that was a goofball movie. Yeah, I liked it for it's, it's a good B movie. It's yeah. a fun mm-hmm. dumb movie. Whereas this is not supposed to be a B movie. No. Our expectations are higher than <laughs> the one with the yes. cat in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when, wasn't John Ratzenberger in You're one right. of them too? <laughs> yes. Yes. And it was like every room had weird things in it. Right. That was mm-hmm. the premise. Mm-hmm. What if you were in a house with stuff in different Ew. rooms? Yeah. Oh. What creepy. would you do? Yeah. Like, How would like you, you got adjust? Some, uh, <laughs> like you, you got some kind of alternate universe in there. I remember some of those lines. It was a goofy, silly movie. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. I think we've covered this we've movie covered fairly it. thoroughly. If anyone out there really likes it, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, we shit on it You know, hard. even... Uh, you know, it's one of those movies, too, where you go in with low expectations. You you know what to expect. But at the same time, uh, I did do that, and I liked the first, you know, the last one, Jurassic World. This one was really not up to the same no, uh, level. Not and, and also, and the ending was ridiculous. Yeah. So... All right, Jim Bruce, where can people, got any tour dates coming up? Where can uh, people find you online? You have a podcast? I do have a podcast. Uh, who is this now? It's um, a fun show. It is a fun show. And you've been on the show many times. Love it. It's been great every single time. You, I've invited, you've been on once, right? Yes, I've been on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on it every episode, but mm-hmm. it's still good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's who's this now on Uh Comic Jim Bruce on Twitter. Uh, you can see me at many, many Indian casinos. <laughs> and this is what I'll say. I'll share one thing I often say is I perform at a lot of Indian casinos. And a lot of people then will correct me and say, well, they're actually Native American casinos. And I say, how dare you introduce dignity into what I do? (laughs) I'm working primarily for a buffet ticket. (laughs) Uh, Cool. Is there a website or anything? Nope. uh, Twitter's good. And uh, uh, Oh, actually, you can check out Bath Talks, my uh, channel on YouTube, where I talk about a variety of issues while I'm in the bath. 
Oh, cool. I look good. It's <laughs> a fantastic show. Do you have guests on that one? I have. I've had one guest on there. I had a walker on. And we were it is to a really bath. off-putting. <laughs> Watching these two buddies of mine in a bath together, it's, I don't... I can't imagine why that would be uncomfortable. Yeah, that's really <laughs> nothing yeah. I ever want to see again. Yeah, Graham was so off put he could barely get through it three times. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> With my shirt off. <laughs> um, well, guys, this is our episode for uh, 4th of July week. Yes. Uh, enjoy it. We're um, probably both on a beach somewhere. We're on a beach somewhere. I am mm-hmm. assuredly mm-hmm. on a beach somewhere. Uh, I'm not. My skin's not for that. <laughs> It's I will be uh, on a beach probably, but under an umbrella with sunscreen. Yep. But yeah. uh, I'll, I'll be, be on a beach. I'll be in a bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, July 15th, I will be a panelist on the Jimmy Dore Show live at Thaniel Hall in Chicago. Uh, Chris and I will be at Comic-Con as yes. always. So mm-hmm. come to... Really looking forward to that. Yeah. Love doing it every year. Every year. And we can announce Neil too will be part of the panel. You'll be part of the panel. It is the <clears> coolest <throat> thing. It's on usually Thursday nights at 9... Yes, uh, and it's one of the longest panels at Comic Con. He's been doing it for twenty years. Ninety minute panel. No, yeah, it's longer than longer that, isn't than it? that. Yeah. We talk about martial it's art like movies. Two hours. It's a two hour panel. And he gets like, like last year I had Michael uh, Brisbane on. Like he gets fighters and and yeah, James yeah. Liu choreographed uh, mm. Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah. We've met amazing people in the like martial art film world mm-hmm. from being on this. So if you're down in San Diego and you have a pass, come check it out. Uh, and then I'm doing Political Vigilante live in Seattle, August 9th, and stand-up comedy in Seattle on August 11th. August 10th, I will be going to Pearl Jam. So, uh, <laughs> nice. so look for Graham there. Look for Graham there. Uh, all my tour dates are at GrahamElwood.com. <laughs> my show, Political Vigilante, all my social media, everything at GrahamElwood.com. That's our show. All right. Very cool. And uh, like we said, the um, the T-shirts for the CFN uh, new logo may or may not be available by yep. now, but chances are they will be. I know they shipped. So as soon as we get them into the garage, they will be available immediately for Aaron to pack up and ship to you. New logo shirts. The old logo <coughs> shirts, we still have some weird sizes available. We're selling those at a grave discount. We'll never yeah, make yeah. those again. So yeah, so come uh, get them. Get them while they last. Same thing with Whistling Banes. We have a few yep. of those left. And uh, uh, so we definitely have some uh, closeout merchandise for sure. And don't forget the uh, the DVDs for earbuds and then the Comedy Film Learners Guide to Movie uh, book and we will have a gift pack where you can get the new logo shirt the dvd and the book all together yep. and we'll throw in a free uh, poster boom done and uh also uh, new episodes conversations of, of the abyss will be coming soon just started recording and i've got like one more to write uh i know it's been taking a while but we are getting very uh close some really creepy episodes coming up so conversations from the abyss Thank you to our guest, Jim Bruce. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Aaron, on the ones and twos, giving his uh, Jurassic World opinion. Uh, my name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han shot first. In a mansion. Huh. <laughs>